You're listening to the Legend Best Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Legend Best Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Gavin. Thank you for tuning in today. So what are we talking about, you guys? We're talking about why you haven't made enough sales in your business. Oh yeah, I'm getting all up in your business today. And you know what? You're going to thank me later for it. All right, so let's get down to the nitty gritty. Number one, one of the reasons why you're not making enough sales in your business is because not enough people know about you. Here's the truth of the matter, you guys. If you sell to only 10 people, the chances of 10 people buying your business is very low. Maybe one or two of them may purchase your product or service, but then once those one or two people buy your product, are they going to keep coming back for more? The truth of the matter is sales really is a numbers game. Now, I don't want people to take that in the way of just sell to everybody and somebody's got to buy your product or service. While sometimes that is true, you do want to obviously focus on more qualified leads, meaning, first of all, we need to find out who your target customer is. Who is your target market? Some of you guys are selling to friends and family, your Facebook network, which is a great place to start. And I commend you for that because that's where we went naturally. So when we first started selling our products and services, but what we quickly realized was we have to expand outside our circle. And secondly, just because they're your friend or your family member doesn't necessarily make them the most ideal customer. You need to get down to the nitty gritty of what Who needs this product? Is this a female product? Is this for adults, for kids? Is this for people who are in relationships? We can get really, really specific about who our target customer is. Is this only for people who live in the United States? Is this for people who live in warm weather, cold weather? I mean, we can talk about the thousands of possible categories But the reason why you need to know about your target market is because sometimes we could be wasting our time selling to the wrong people. And that is going to affect your business. One of the quickest ways that you can actually gain awareness of your product is through social media advertising, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, even Google ads, because the truth of the matter is sales really is a numbers game. If not enough people are coming to your website or, or know about your product, then it's going to be virtually impossible for sales to just pop out of nowhere. You need to keep selling to more people. Grant Cardone told me this last year at his 10X conference. Money follows attention. If they don't know you, they won't flow you. And he's absolutely right. One of the challenges we had when we were growing our business was that not enough people knew about us, but we knew if they just knew who we were and the product and services that we provided, sales would not be a problem for us. 
And so what we did was, and this was six, seven years ago when we first started out, you know, we, we hit the ground running. We were door knocking, we were emailing, we were cold calling. We didn't do any social media or Google advertisements. Six, seven years ago, it really wasn't even really around that much. I think Google ads was, but Instagram wasn't, we didn't even have that. So because we didn't have that at our fingertips, we really had to depend on ourselves to grow our lead in our pipeline. So I say a lot to say, okay, well, if not enough people know about you, what can you do about it? One, you can take advantage of online advertising. Now, the downside about online advertising is it's going to take some money, okay? So you're going to have to invest some dollars, and I do recommend a couple hundred bucks a month to really start seeing results. And it's also going to take some tweaking because you need to get very specific on who your target market is, but also you're still going to be learning who exactly is this product really for. If you're in business to business, B2B, you need to be making those connections. You need to be getting on the phone. You need to be door knocking, showing up at their office, letting them know who you are. You need to go to those networking events. You need to go to those associations and you may as well join the Chamber of Commerce, especially if you're a B2B. That's definitely my expertise and up my alley because I've done that for years and it works. Now for B2C, those are some things you can do as well, but what I have found more effective with B2C is having a lot of content available online and also paying for Google ads and social media ads because that's going to bring my awareness to another level. Again, if people don't know you, they can't flow you. I don't care how good your product is. So you have to get comfortable with doing things outside the box and doing things that you don't normally do. Find different things, try different things, and see what sticks. But those are some examples to give you some ways to get enough people to know about you. Another reason why you're not making enough sales is because you're wasting your time on mundane tasks. Let's be honest, you guys. Some of y'all don't want to do sales, like at all. So you'll find other things to do conveniently. Oh, I got to go to the post office. Oh, I got to call this lady back because my business cards don't look right. Oh, my website's down. So I got to call the webmaster or whatever and figure out what's going on. You know, and so don't get me wrong. In business, all of these things are true. Like literally you have things going on. You have bills to pay. You got to call a customer to chase down your payment. Like I get it. These are real life experiences that are happening in your business right now. But what I can tell you is this, I know some of you that are just strictly avoiding sales and you're distracting yourself with non-sales related tasks. Every business owner needs to focus on sales generating tasks. If you're wasting your time going back and forth with a vendor, guys, no. You can hire somebody else to do that. Or If you don't have the funds or the means to outsource that, then what you need to do is prioritize your time. So what we did was, Jameson and I, thankfully, you know, since we're business partners, we had each other and we could delegate very easily. Um, But for those of you who may or may not have that partner, and maybe you're wearing all the hats, I totally get it. This is what you need to do. Delegate. Every single day is a sales day. Even if you can only do sales for one hour that day, you need to get it in because 
This is what many people don't understand and realize until they close up shop. Your business cannot survive without sales. The post office can wait 30 more minutes. I mean, unless it's like five o'clock, you know, then it's too late, but you need to prioritize sales. So what I've told some of my clients is, hey, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is our hard sales days. We're on the road, we're picking up the phone, we're making connections, we're DMing people on LinkedIn, whatever, right? Whatever it is for, let's say, three hours on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then on Tuesday and Thursday, we still do sales, but maybe we don't do as much. Maybe we only do it for an hour that day because Tuesdays and Thursdays are our errand days. Those are the days where we're out doing, um, you know, just getting stuff done, going to the mailbox, going to the bank, blah, blah, blah. Because the truth is, in business, we do have a lot of things that we have to get done. We've got insurance. We've got paperwork, we gotta hire somebody, we gotta interview someone. So I understand, you know, those things aren't gonna go away. But here's the thing I know you guys are using that as an excuse to say you don't have time. Let me tell you something you better find time because if you don't, your business will go out of business because you didn't make time for sales. There are things that you can do to make your time more effective. There are things you can do to use your time more wisely and effective. I'll give you this example. When I was working part-time and growing the business, a lot of my time was actually working in my part-time job. And I worked from like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then after 2 p.m., I put on my sales uniform or whatever I was wearing, and I was going door knocking. But here's what I would do. I got up at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning, Google at the time did not have this tool or feature. I had to use this thing called Boomerang where I could schedule my emails. So if I knew that I wanted to reach out to my prospects at 9 a.m., but I'm going to be at work, so I can't be on my laptop at 9 a.m. because I'm out working, I would schedule my emails using Boomerang. And it was a free tool. I think they gave you like a certain amount of credits per month. Um, and I never ran out because I always like had a plethora left over, but it was perfect. Now I believe Google has this new feature where you can schedule your emails for free. And I believe Outlook has had this capability for years now, but I didn't have Outlook at the time. So I only had Gmail. So I say all that to say I was emailing my prospects even the night before. So if I didn't want to send an email at 11 o'clock at night, but I was ready to work, I would get my emails ready to go and I would schedule it for tomorrow at 9 a.m. or 9.15 a.m. So it looked like I was up at 9.15 a.m. and sent them the email, but little does my recipient know that I actually scheduled that email. Does that make sense, you guys? So you have to find ways to use your time more effectively. That was just one example of using a free tool. So there's no excuse. Here's the thing, you guys. We all have the same amount of time in the day, We just have to find a way how to use our time more effectively and more wisely. Successful people use their time wisely and they know how to manage their time. Things don't just happen overnight. Things don't just fall in your lap. Things don't work that way. So stop wasting your time and be more meaningful with your time. Find ways to carve out daily your time for sales. It's a must. Next, 
The reason why your business is not making enough sales is because your product is not solving a problem. I'm going to tell you something right now. All products and services must solve a problem. If your product does not solve a problem, you guys, there's going to be no sense of urgency on the customer's end for them to want to run out and swipe their credit card for your product. Are there people in this world who buy things they don't need, like the latest iPhone? Of course, but you're not Apple and neither am I. But what Apple's been able to do effectively is they've been able to create this false sense of I gotta have it even though you really don't need it they're really effective in their branding and marketing if your product is just okay and it doesn't scream to the customer then people are not going to be jumping out of bed to go buy your product right at midnight you know what I mean so you have to create a product that solves a problem especially as a startup if you're someone like Google or Apple, where they can just come out with something, or heck, even Beyonce, you know, where they can just come out with anything and people are going to buy it regardless, that's different. But we're not on that level, right? If your product is not solving a problem, that could be an indicator as to why you're not making enough. People aren't jumping out of bed saying to themselves, holy crap, I needed this yesterday. Then it's time to revisit your product. How can you make your product better? One of the quickest ways to find out how you can make your product better Look at what your competitors are doing. What are your competitors doing that you're not doing? What's great about their product and what's not so great? What are they missing? Sometimes it's not about inventing the wheel, but it's about making the wheel better and smoother and more round and more cool looking, right? You can just take what's already out there and make it better. And that's one of the benefits of not being first in your market. What would be great if this product had XYZ component or it had this feature, which would give this benefit, you know, find ways in which you can make yourself more different and stand out. But at the end of the day, you want people to be relieved that when they got your product, it made their life easier or it made them feel better or it helped them save time. You want there to be some sort of benefit, i.e. solve a problem. Again, if it solves a problem, people will be coming out the woodworks trying to figure out a way to get their hands on your product, okay? And that's what you want. Another reason why you're not making enough sales in your business is because you're not giving enough value away for free. I know this sounds crazy. Now, I'm not suggesting that you give your product and your service away for free. I do believe in product sampling, especially if you're in the product business like makeup, skincare, that kind of thing, so that you can get people to see the results and the effects of using your products. So sampling can definitely be powerful. But another powerful way, you guys, that more and more companies are taking advantage of is they're giving away content for free, meaning they have blogs, they have YouTube videos, they have how-to guides, they have articles, they have podcasts, and they're actually helping you solve your problem. So to give you an example, if this was like a skincare line, take advantage of offering more than just skincare products for a price, right? Why not offer a blog on how to apply this skincare product, how to make your skin more smooth, 
how to make your skin pop, how to make your skin glow, do's and don'ts of using XYZ exfoliator, right? Whatever. You want to show that you are the expert in skincare and how you position yourself as an expert is by writing blogs, writing articles, YouTube videos, podcasting, even partnering with other people in that line of business to show and prove, hey, we're not just selling skincare, we're like your entire skincare solution page. So even if you don't buy from us, you can even come to our website and actually learn something for free. And we do that because we're not here to just take your money, we're actually here to be a resource for you. And trust and believe, if you focus your attention on being a person of value versus a person of just success and money and wealth, you will go very far. And I learned this a long time ago from Warren Buffett. And he says to focus on being a person of value. Because here is what the power of value is. Value will sell itself. If this website is giving me life in terms of all the things I can do, all things skincare, how to reduce pimples or how to make my skin have a natural glow or what have you. If I'm going to this website all the time and even though I haven't even bought anything, after a while, I'm going to be convinced that, man, this website is awesome. They have helped me. Whatever they told me, I tried it at home and it worked. Now I'm actually excited and now I want to support that business and now I actually want to buy some of their products because I tried something, I did it, and it worked. And so now there's nothing like when you're convinced something is right for you, it's a done deal, right? You're going to go pull out your wallet as fast as you can or use Apple Pay or whatever you have and go buy that thing right away. Once you're convinced, there's no turning back. And that's the beautiful thing. So sometimes we have to really prove to people that, hey, we know what we're talking about. We're not just selling a $1,000 you know, handbag, but we will teach you how to be more couture. We will teach you how to catwalk. We will teach you, you know, whatever, right? And so you pick a niche and you position yourself as an expert in that niche, your company, or you as the business owner, and you give away so much value for free, right? Yes, there are other things you can do. You can do coupons and giveaways and samples, etc. of course. But I'm telling you, some people are too afraid to give away their secrets for free. Give them away, you guys. Now, I'm not saying you give away a hundred secrets, but you give them a snippet. Tell them three quick and easy ways to get a raise. You don't give them everything. You give them a taste, right? Give them just enough where they can go home and try it for themselves and it works. Now they're convinced. Now they're coming back to your website like nobody's business, right? Because you have so many things on your website that actually work. So make sure you're giving away enough value, you guys. Never be afraid of giving too much away. Because here's the thing, people love free content and people will appreciate it when you've given them sound advice or sound how-to guides, solutions, like real solutions that work. Like I know for me, whenever I find something online and I tried something and it worked, I'm sharing to my friends and family, like, check out this company, they're so awesome. 
They gave away this for free. They tell you how to do X, Y, Z step by step. And they're giving away, you know, this and that and they're selling this. So what I'm trying to explain to you guys is that the power of giving away value is incredible. When you position yourself as an expert and you position your company and your brand as the resource for XYZ niche, everything will sell itself. And not only that, when people come to your website and you have tried and true solutions that actually work, and by the way, you're selling XYZ products that go along with it, people will be thanking you by giving them your by giving you their credit card and buying your product. And better than that, they will be telling their friends and family all about you because you helped them solve a problem. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. So don't do you or your business a disservice by withholding secrets. Because look, guys, you're not the only one in your niche unless you have a proprietary uh, product that's patented and things like that that nobody else has that's one thing but you still even if you're the only one you really need to do a lot of convincing to let people know why they need to get your product in order to get people's attention you can't just merely sell a product you really need to sell a community you need to sell value and you need to sell yourself as the ultimate resource last but not least you guys one of the most common reasons why your sales is not your business is not generating enough sales is because of fear and we talk about fear a lot on this podcast and even in my mentorship group we talked a lot about fear and here's the thing fear is real I'm not gonna lie sometimes I still get those butterflies in my stomach when I have to go make a phone call or go visit the CEO of XYZ company it is normal to have some fear I remember when we first started our business I was still in college and I remember after my classes were done, I would go in my car, you know, I would first, you know, get dressed more business attire appropriate, you know, not showing up in jeans and a flip flop, but, um, you know, getting a little bit more business casual. And I remember driving to the offices of where my clients would be and just being so nervous, y'all. I remember feeling like a fraud, feeling like I don't know if this is going to work. They can see it all over my face. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. You know, just kind of like that that imposter syndrome feeling. And it's real, y'all. It's so real. But what I can tell you and how I got better is I got better with time. And practice makes perfect. An athlete who originally starts out in the very beginning, they're terrible at what they do, right? I mean, unless they have a natural gift. But most of the time, We're always terrible when we go out there the first time. But you know how we get better? We just keep working at it. Every day we show up. Even though it's cringeworthy, it doesn't feel right, that's the only way you get better. You can't psych your way out of getting better by not doing it. You don't just become a perfectionist. You don't just become perfect at your craft overnight. You have to tweak at it. You have to work at it. You have to stand in front of the mirror. You have to record yourself watch yourself, look at your body language, all of that. I even do dry runs with my husband. Now those were cringeworthy too because you ever tried to like present in front of your family like like you're about to go pitch to like a company or about to pitch to your boss or something like that, but you do a dry run in front of your family. It is the most cringeworthy thing freaking ever, right? 
But you know what, though? When you get through it, you will see and identify what are some things I need to work on? What did I do great? What did I not do so great at? You know, and those are really important. And that's the only way you get forward, you guys. There's no way around it. And I don't know about you, not everybody has thirty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars annually to just go pay for a sales rep to do it for you. But at some point, we're gonna have to look fear in its face about something. Even if it's not about sales, it's gonna be about something else. So it's important to deal with it head on. So this is how I got better. One, practice. I didn't give up. I showed up every day, even when I would just be, even when I'm sweating, I don't feel good, I wanna throw up, I wanna cry, I got better. And I started working on myself and I actually went on YouTube and Googled how to be a better salesperson. And this was seven, eight years ago. And the only person I could find that was like an expert at this was Brian Tracy. Now, you know, on YouTube, there's so much, so much stuff out there that you can find thousands, if not more people talking about sales now. But I studied, I listened, I read his books, I watched his mannerisms, I did everything. And because I was convinced and I was um, determined to get better. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to have a little bit of butterflies in your stomach, right? I mean, even athletes and, and people like Oprah, they still get nervous right before they go on stage. And I think because we want things to go well and we're always thinking about the worst case scenario. But you got to overcome that fear. And so I hope that my story and some of the things that I did to help me get over that fear will help you too. Thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. Y'all are awesome. I love doing this podcast, and I love hearing your stories and your feedback. If you have any questions, if you want to talk about this more, you know where to find me, and I'll see you soon.